This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Great to have you along the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. Former U.S. Representative, it's Devin Nunes. He's the CEO of Trump Media and Technology Group. Devin, how are you? Good to see you again. Hey, Pax. Good to be with you. You know, uh, first of all, Truth Social still just doing great. Uh, I get more people tell me, Pags, I found out that you're even a talk show host just by Truth Social. A lot of people still uh, are converging over there. We're getting the word out where it's not censored whatsoever over there. So thanks for the hard work on Truth Social. It's still a great app. Well, great. Hey, and it's a pleasure really to have you you on there. I mean, that's what really makes it. Obviously, a lot of people go there for Donald Trump. Yeah. But I think what they figure out is once they see Donald Trump, they say, oh, man, look at all this other stuff that I haven't been getting uh, because it's been censored for so many years on the other platform. So it's a it's really a great home for those of us, including myself, that have been censored, you know, which is why I, I left Congress to go and build this home as Donald Trump likes to say this is our platform. It's for, he built it for everybody. And it truly does work for everybody, and I love that. And by the way, nobody's you know scared away from there. If they're a liberal, they're welcome there too. But the discussion can be open, could be had in the open. I'm still squelched on X or Twitter, or whatever the hell we're calling it today. And even though the CEO says or the, the owner says, we're going to take all that stuff away, that stuff is so embedded. From the government to Twitter to others, it's so embedded, the censorship and the algorithms keeping people like you and me down. I don't know that that can ever be fixed. What do you think? Well, look, that's the challenge with the algorithm. And one of the things that we set out to do at True Social is not to just be Twitter or X or whatever the hell they call it now. It's really to be take all of the best of social media platforms and put them into one. Now, look, these are features that are that it takes us a long time to build them. But one of the things that we launched just a few months ago, matter of fact, it's in it's in beta stage right now. You have it on yours, but it's it's called groups. Yes. So if you're familiar with Facebook groups or or Reddit, we've created a platform where you can start your own group, be part of a group. And we're actually making some updates. I have it on my phone now um, where we're going to have your regular feed and then we'll also have your group feed. So it kind of makes it easier uh, to follow the groups that you're a part of. And we've got some, you know, it, it really changes it, Joe, because. You know, a lot of people are used to, um, you know, they may want to just be on um, the true social for politics or to follow right. what Donald Trump says. But there's so much more in social media. And like, for example, there's something called the Cook's Lounge. We had a, a creator, small creator, created this Cook's Lounge. It's now very, very popular. People get on there. They post recipes. They, they post what they're, what, they're, what they're cooking. Nice. And so it's brought just a whole new segment for the the user just for user enjoyment so it's not just politics all the time which as you know can drive people you know crazy well absolutely I mean, I've, been, I've been doing politics for a long time it's why i am kind of crazy uh, i got the new update pushed today to my phone so i will check it out later on and i'll check out groups as well it's devin Nunes, ceo trump media and technology group the, the ceo over at truth social let's talk about your time in, in government because i'm confused over these indictments against donald trump and here's what i mean 
I can very quickly go through these, and if you think I get anything wrong, let me know. Alvin Bragg has no case. He's basing it on federal charges that the FEC itself said there was nothing there. It's about a nuisance uh, claim and an NDA violation that he paid somebody off, which happens in business all the time. When we move to Jack Smith, the Presidential Records Act covers what he had at Mar-a-Lago. The whole idea that he somehow um, might have been uh, committing espionage or something is ridiculous. And this, this audio tape of Donald Trump saying, hey, I probably should have declassified this. It could have been a napkin he was holding up. We have no idea what he's talking about. But Jack Smith's case relies on Donald Trump believing that he lost, but lying and saying that he won. Devin, you and I both know Donald Trump. I've got him on Monday. He's going to tell me Monday that he still believes that he won in 2020 because he does. So that case is out as well. And Fannie Willis is just a mess. I mean, that case should have been thrown out immediately. She was announcing the indictment before it was even voted on by the grand jury. Did I get it all right? Yeah, look, and you don't have to get too far in the weeds on this. Um, This is the weaponization of the justice system. Yes. Um, And it goes back to Team Obama. A lot of people blame this on Biden, but it's not. This is what... Obama did to our government. And a lot of the people that uh, are or, you know, pretty much all the people that were involved in the Russia hoax and that scam, uh, they are either, uh, you know, at being paid to pontificate on one of the other uh, talk shows, or they are at the highest levels of the Biden administration. So the real criminal enterprise here, the irony of the using RICO against Donald Trump is I always like to say, whatever the Democrats accuse you of doing, they're actually doing. And this is what Team Obama have been doing for a long time. The reason that we're dealing with, we have this impeachment inquiry into Biden, which is one of the biggest, I think, criminal uh, episodes of political criminality in our nation's history when yes. this is all said and done. I mean, obviously, that you know he would have to actually be investigated and indicted. But how did this happen? And I think It only happened because you had DOJ, FBI, and all of these former Obama officials who have been covering this up since since at least 2015. As ironic as it is that Donald Trump is being charged in racketeering or RICO, it's even more ironic that Rudy Giuliani is the guy who actually learned how to use RICO in New York and took down all the crime families. It's it's literally ridiculous. But I asked Rudy once, who's been to Ukraine, he's done a lot of investigating, he was way ahead of the game when it comes to Burisma and the firing of the prosecutor and all that stuff that, that... that Biden was doing in that country. Yeah, I, I can't, Devin, I can't get away from the fact that Obama was the president who actually gave Joe Biden Ukraine. So is there any doubt in your mind that Obama has to at least have known a little of what was going on or else why does Biden, the Irishman from Scranton, you know, get to, to get to oversee Ukraine as vice president? Well, look, of course he knew about it. Um, and I'm sure Joe Biden asked to have that that portfolio. I mean, this was it, it, this was much bigger than Ukraine. I mean, we know it was also Russia. Um, you know, you look at all the talk about Trump and Russia and Republicans in Russia. I mean, the only ones that were doing anything with Russia were the Bidens yes. and you know Adam Schiff trying to get dirt on Trump uh, in in Russia. Um, but also the Ukraine. Uh, I, I, I was the the lead Republican on the Ukraine impeachment hoax. And it's deeper than that. You had people within DOJ and the FBI who hid from Congress while they were impeaching Donald Trump. They hid from Congress documents that DOJ and FBI had that were garnered under the Obama administration that Obama and and they all had to know about. Somehow those never seen the light of day as they were impeaching Trump for something now that we look back on it. Trump was exactly right. What did he say on what, what he jokingly refers to as a perfect phone call? Yeah. He said, 
hey, you guys got a lot of corruption over there. Point A. Now, I've been to Ukraine many times. I dealt with Ukrainians over the years as chair of the House Intelligence Committee. Every time we ever got a briefing, including from the, Bi the Obama-Biden administration was, hey, there's a lot of corruption here. You need to raise, when you meet, sit down with the Ukrainian leaders, you need to raise corruption issues. That's point A. Point B would be, what's the second thing Trump said? A lot of corruption, don't really wanna send you money. We're really worried about all of this. If you have anything about this corruption issue as it relates to Biden, please get it to the, our Department of Justice. Now look, that makes a perfect phone call. The President of the United States acting as the head of the executive branch, telling exactly what should be done. If there's corruption, which we all acknowledge there was, and if there's anything to do with Biden, he didn't say get it to the White House or get it to my political team. He said, get it over to the DOJ. Right Now, PAGS, what do we know now? The DOJ already had it. They already had it for years. They knew about it. They had it, they from, a it. They had it from a source that they trusted for a long time. Yeah, an, F an FBI source and other sources. I mean, there's so much, so many documents out there that have to exist that, that we didn't get. So right. you have the Department of Justice. You want to talk about deep state. You had all of these people from Team Obama and Biden down watching this impeachment of, of President Trump happen when there's a plethora of information that our own government was holding that withheld from the Congress and, and, and allowed Donald Trump to be impeached for what, in retrospect, was actually not only a perfect phone call, but he was doing what a real executive should do, and that is to try to, if we're going to be sending money to places, we ought to probably root out the corruption before we send the money. And Devin, the, the argument, it's Devin Nunes, uh, of course, the CEO Trump Media and uh, Technology Group. The argument was that he was he was forcing them, he was extorting them. I won't give you the weapons, I won't give you the money unless you give me some dirt on my, uh, my political opponent. At that point, Biden had not announced yet, I don't think. Um, yeah. And even if he had, it doesn't matter. As you said, as the boss of the executive branch, it's his job to keep us safe. It's his job to safeguard our money. It's his job to safeguard our, our weaponry. Why would you send a country that's corrupt and may have knowledge of corruption of the previous vice president and his family, why would you send them a dime? And, and, well, and now when we fast forward and we look back on it, that was such a ridiculously specious uh, investigation or impeachment. Now we look at what we know Biden has done, what we know Biden has admitted to doing, what we know that he's lied about, what we know that he said he literally said on video, you've seen this a million times. I said fire the prosecutor. SOB, they fired the prosecutor. He was extorting them for a billion dollars to get rid of a guy that was investigating his son's company. This is an open and shut case, is it not? Yeah, but it's 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 worse than that. You you have to also look at in 2000 and late 2015, early 2016, and these these dates are always important. The times are always important. What was going on at that time? This was the race to replace Barack Obama. There was a bunch of people who were jumping into the primaries. Hillary Clinton saw only one opponent in the primary that that might be a problem for her, and that was the sitting vice president Joe Biden. Yes, who was making. He was, he was basically setting up a campaign, preparing to run. And what happened? There were two news stories that broke with this information about Hunter Biden, Burisma, and, uh, and, and all of the Biden's uh, ongoing um, efforts in, in Ukraine. Yes. Now, when we brought that up, John Solomon from Just the News, he was actually working a different outlet at the time, um, he raised these questions. Um, he got basically ran off the scene and, and ended up having to start just the news because they said that he was basically spreading Russian disinformation. Mm. If we brought that up at the time, and remember, 
two news articles, 15 and 16. I think one was Politico, and I can't remember where the other one is now, Joe, but we brought those up and we said, and they said, oh, Russia, uh, disinformation. I mean, it just it was just ignored. Yes. So this was information. It was right in front of our eyes. So the idea that Trump would, would, would raise these questions when you had numerous uh, Ukrainian sources basically going to people like Rudy Giuliani, uh, people within our own government, going to people like John Solomon, people right. that were coming to us, giving us all of this information back in 2000. This is 2019. And why is that important? Another important date. Remember, Mueller completely imploded. Okay. Now, look, that was a whole scam anyway. Right. They left that. They kept that investigation going for for over two years. Um, you know, I was in the middle of all of that, and I always jokingly say that when Mueller walked in the door, he said, "All right, boys, where are the Russians at?" And Weissman and all those guys said, "Uh, sir, there, there's not any Russians, but we're going to go around. We're going to dirty everybody up. We're going to keep this open for two years." Then when Mueller finally gets there, he's basically in worse shape than even Biden is today. He right. can't even talk. I was the one who, who the leading Republican when he when he came in to testify. Um, and all of those dreams of Russia, Russia, Russia hoax went up in flames. Like it, it just imploded in spectacular fashion that even the fake news guys, I mean, they were just walking out and squirming away as fast as they could. Um, shortly after that happens, it wasn't more than a month. I'm I'm actually overseas and I get this call about oh there's this whistleblower that's got this stuff on Donald Trump and I'm like oh god here we go again but it's Ukraine this time hmm. so dates matter all of this is important and look um so you started out with what uh, you know what do I think of these indictments I think the fabric of our country is being completely shredded the constitution is being completely shredded they're dividing the country um, the fake news and the reason that I left Congress to, to help start True Social is that so people can actually get the truth out um, because you have so many people that are that are still in the dark that don't know what you and I have just been talking about, you know, which are very important dates and very important facts. By the way, uh, there are people in the government today that are still mad. They can't call somebody at Twitter or at Truth or at fill-in-the-blank social media platform and tell them, take this down. They're angry that that ability has gone away, which shows us how important that was to them. It's Devin Nunes. Make sure you follow him everywhere, especially over on Truth Social. I've got to ask you something that's become popular in, in conservative circles that I find to be very surprising. And I'll ask the president about this on Monday as well. But there are some very big talk shows out there who are alleging that they're indicting Donald Trump on purpose to make sure he's the nominee because they think they can beat him. Now, I think that's dumb. I think that they're indicting him because they want to be able to say he was an insurrectionist and the 14th Amendment would stop him from being able to be eligible for, for president again. To me, yeah. that's a ridiculous take. What, what do you, I'm sure you've heard you know, that, that theory. That doesn't make sense to me. It's... It's so ridiculous and preposterous. As a matter of fact, we haven't even heard that lately because even the fake news polling is not showing that. Um, you know, Donald Trump, you know, even with all the, the shenanigans that went on in the 2020 election, Donald Trump came within 40,000 votes of actually winning. So the idea that Donald Trump can't win is ridiculous. He's the only Republican in modern history to actually go up into the Rust Belt and actually bring new people to the Republican Party right. since, since Ronald Reagan. But, but Joe, here's here's what this reminds me of. Um, and and I may date myself just a little bit, but I know that you'll remember this. Do you remember the old McDonald's commercial where it was Larry Bird and I think like Michael Jordan? Yeah. And they would shoot a basketball like, you know, like it would like 
shoot from the rafters and right. it would go off a beam and off the scoreboard and then nothing but net. It was all, it was all for the Big Mac. They were they were playing for Michael Jordan's Big Mac, right? Yeah. So 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 you remember that. Yes. So look, everybody knows that Michael Jordan and Larry Bird, as good as they were, even they couldn't <laughs> Not actually make shots like that. So. <laughs> You have to believe in Larry Bird and Michael Jordan basically being able to send basketballs all through the city of Chicago and off scoreboards and in the net if you believe that truly the Democrats are so worried that they want to bring all these indictments to allow Donald Trump to win. It's ridiculous, and anybody that even says it anymore, um, uh, they don't even deserve to be even talked to. I mean, you know, it, it's like the old – I remember um, you know, if I was saying something like that on your show – I, I would hope you would just cut me off and you would say, and I, you just bleep me out. I'd go black screen and you would just say, anybody that stupid doesn't belong on my show. <laughs> well, th- thankfully, I know that you're not that stupid, so you're, you definitely belong on the show. It's Devin Nunes. I appreciate the straight talk. In, in less than a minute, Devin, if you don't mind, is there anything that President Trump should be worried about in these indictments? Alan Dershowitz thinks maybe that one piece of paper that he on audio is saying, I don't know if I should have declassified this to in front of some reporter. Maybe that's a concern. Other than that, I don't see anything. Are you worried about anything? No, look, I, I'm only worried about the corrupt system that we have here. I mean, already the judges. So we know the executive branch is corrupt. It's corrupt at not only the, at the Department of Justice level, but also at the, st- in the state of Georgia and in the state of New York. Um, so we've got a banana republic going on there. But what concerns me more, where are the judges? What the hell are the judges doing? Yes. The judges ought to put an end to this. Um, but they're not, which shows you that now this this rot has spread into our judicial branch of government. And look, this is not, we, we've seen this coming. I mean, for God's sakes, we had the the change in Roe v. Wade that leaked out. We had ju- Supreme Court justices targeted and Biden's DOJ didn't do a damn thing about it. Nothing. So the rot has reached the courts. It's reached the executive branch. And I think, um, you know, look, it's it's tough times for America right now. We're, we're the laughing stock around the world. I appreciate you being a voice of truth. It's Devin Nunes, former U.S. representative, CEO of Trump Media and Technology Group. Devin, come back again soon. I appreciate you. Hey, Pags. Great to be with you. All right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Wonderful to have Devin Nunes on. That entire interview will be up on Rumble tonight. Rumble.com slash J-O-E-P-A-G-S. There's also a link over at JoePags.com. Help us get over 100,000 on YouTube. We're at about 64,000 now. We're moving up quickly. YouTube is Joe Talk Show. Twitter is Joe Talk Show. Instagram, Joe Talk Show. TikTok, Joe Pags. Another big hour coming your way. Do not touch that dial. Stay here. Joe Pags.